Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Drop Bear Gaming Podcast. Yay! Yay. We're excited. <laughs> we are excited. Uh, restrictions are being lifted, um, so Matt and I are now like still a meter and a half away from each other. But anyway, yeah. um, back to usual. Back yeah. to the normal. Yep. What? <laughs> back to the normal speakings. <laughs> I can speak the English. Anyway. That's helpful for this podcast. <laughs> we got shitloads to talk about. We do. There's actually a bit of news coming out now, yeah, which is yeah. amazing. It's starting to heat up. Yeah. And there's been some news about the consoles. Yeah. A little bit of news, anyway, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of cool. Yep. And some game announcements. Yep. Dates, reveals. Hopefully they don't get delayed. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you're, rele- if you're announcing the release date of your game... Is like three months from now. Mm. It's pretty much finished. Yeah, should be. Yeah. But anyway, so let's take a trip back in the Wayback Machine to <laughs> episode 163. Yes. Two weeks ago, you mentioned that you had started playing Sekiro Shadows Die Twice yes. and that you were really loving it. And I and was. That it was the perfect game for your COVID isolations. Yes. And then unfortunately, Sekiro basically handed my ass to me on a platter <laughs> multiple times. Shadows die twice, but you die in that game like Billions 30 times. Of, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and to be honest, I still like the game. Like, it is still a good game, but mm. I have found that uh, my need for ass to be kicked multiple times yep. just isn't at the level I thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd enjoy that way more. Yeah. Um, so I have played a fair bit more of it, but I actually haven't particularly gotten too much further, mm. which is a real shame. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I wanted to come on and, and you know, really give a proper review of the game. Yeah. Um, there's a lot to like in the game, but if you're not, um, you know, the the... Masochist. The masochist, yes. I was going to say something <laughs> If you don't like self-harming, yeah. then... Then this is probably not the game for you. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, if you do enjoy that kind of thing and don't just don't like scars, then, you know, this is the kind of thing that you should be doing. Do this yeah. instead of actual physical self-harm. Yes. Mental yes. self-harm is much... Uh, it's, it's rewarding. <laughs> Leaves a lasting impression. Yeah, it has... It's left left a real bad taste in my mouth. I know that much. Um, like eating dog shit would. Um, <laughs> it's harsh. Well, you know, not that I'm comparing this game to dog shit, but um, yeah, if you do like a challenge, mm. a, a, a real challenge, yeah, yeah, like a proper challenge, a proper challenge, then this yeah. is definitely a game you should be playing if you haven't already. Um, right. I might have to borrow it off you. Since yeah, you're never going to play it again. Uh, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, you know, I get to the point where I. I fantasize about playing it again and mm. I'm like oh I'm going to go I'm going to do that I'm going to do that but then I realized that the amount of time that I've already wasted just redoing the same Bit. things over yeah. and over again um I've I've wasted probably close to 4 hours and I haven't yeah. got any further at all yeah, that and sucks. that's multiple deaths and it's very frustrating so yeah. anyway um you just don't have the willpower the staying power no that's right commit yeah yeah. You don't have the sense of com- level of commitment or the required. care anymore of life after <laughs> you playing this game. I want a divorce. 
from life. <laughs> um, so anyway, another thing that I did uh, to just take my mind off that yeah. um, was I went and picked up one of those little Bluetooth audio um, transmitters for the Switch. Mm. And it was it's actually really good. How much did it cost you? Uh, 60 bucks, I think. 60 bucks. So this is a third-party peripheral, yes. basically. Yes, yeah. And it's, it's just a little USB-C dongle that goes in the bottom of the the switch or it comes with a little like extension usb thing so you can plug it into your base dock thing and then uh yeah it it works really well pairing was a bit of a bitch um but once it's paired it works pretty well yeah um no cords anywhere which is great that's how i like to enjoy things cordless no cords not even corduroys oh sometimes (laughs) it's about comfort (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not style yeah <laughs> so um bluetooth adapter playing ac3 on switch i'd give it a, a thumbs up yeah the yeah. game or the bluetooth the bluetooth the, the game? game the game's good like it's yeah. good to play it on the switch like yeah. it, it actually works quite well it is good to have handheld Assassin's yeah. yeah and and it's you know it's an old game so i'm not going to talk much about the yeah. actual game itself but I really yeah. enjoy. I just finished playing AC3 on PS4, and yep. I played again like I did with Revelations, the DLC I never played, mm-hmm. the Tyranny of King Washington. Oh yeah. And so the concept of the DLC was that you sort of wake up in this alternate universe where George Washington has the Apple of Eden artifact, oh. and he's basically become this tyrant yeah. king of America. Wow. So they beat the British. Yeah. in the revolution and then he becomes king and he just starts oppressing people because he's like we're going to have liberty I will enslave you <laughs> to have nice. liberty yeah it's fucking fair. weird but it's yeah. interesting mm. but um, the other thing on that AC3 remastered is that you get the Liberation remastered which is yeah Liberation was the Vita game Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed on Vita yeah originally it was only on Vita and then they were like well no one bought this because no one has a Vita yeah. So then they re-released it for PS3, called it Assassin's Creed 3 Liberation HD, and mm-hmm. now they've remastered it for the new consoles. And so I've been playing through that. So if it was already HD, what did they remaster it to? Um, from PS3 to PS4. Oh, big deal. But still, it's a Vita game that's yeah. been ported to new, yeah. like the latest consoles. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed it when I played it on Vita. I'm yeah. playing through it on PS4 because I finished AC3, and I thought... Why not get mm. the get the completionist of the Assassin's Creed yep. library on my trophies? Of course. And um, yeah, I really enjoyed it when I played it on Vita. But I think I might have been biased by the fact that it was just an Assassin's Creed game on a handheld, the yeah. novel. And it was almost the only way it. at the time. Yeah. Um, but it was generally pretty poorly received from memory. Although I really enjoyed it because I was like, it's... Assassin's Creed yeah exactly but I'm playing through it on PS4 now and like even remastered the graphics are really weird like they have Mm. creepy eyes and stuff like that but the story it's like the story of AC3 Liberation in terms of the real world stuff like in general in Assassin's Creed it's Abstergo are the Templars and they're like this big corporation and they make the Animus so the idea of Liberation is that it's a like retail version of the Animus 
where oh. you buy an Animus, like a VR system. Nice. And it ha- it's this preloaded program where you can live as Aveline, as this like game product. Wow. But it has something in the coding or something that's like a hidden assassin thing trying to convince you that's like, hey, this isn't the full story. They're only showing you the Templar side of this. Here's oh. where they're sketchy. Yeah. Which is an interesting concept. Hmm. because Abstergo are this global corporation in the game and the whole idea is that they're making Animus at their front is that they're making this as an entertainment product yeah. but it's actually to find all the artifacts and shit hmm. but uh, yeah in it that sense close it's, to real life it's pretty interesting <laughs> in that way but it's, it's like with NBA 2K it's a real game but it's a game <laughs> and all they're trying to do is make fuckloads of money yeah, off it exactly yeah yeah. Um, but yeah, just in general, the story, the actual story of Aveline, she's a assassin at the same time period as AC3, yeah. but in New Orleans yeah. and, um, and like the Bayou and all that kind of yeah. stuff. But yeah, just the general story is kind of weird mm. and not good. Yeah. That doesn't so, help. But it's it got all fit the, with a lot of the AC games. Yeah. They're usually yeah. pretty at least tight stories quite interesting yeah this one's okay but some of the elements you're just like that's fucking weird mm. um but yeah I mean it's got it hits all the points of Assassin's Creed it's got collectibles and climbing up buildings and all this yeah. kind of stuff yeah. and as you're playing it you can see all the ways that it's a Vita game yeah like when you need to go through like also for example all the menus the text is really big mm-hmm. and um, when you see a checkpoint it's like a big glowing ball that you have to run through yeah. so it's you can imagine it being on a tiny screen yeah exactly yeah. so yeah. I kind of like those little touches mm-hmm. because it reminds me of the fact that it was a feeder game yeah but yeah well it's kind of funny with this AC3 there, there's definitely a few things in it that make it seem off every now and again mm. like um, you mentioned the eyes um, yeah. in that and you know they're all dead eyes in this yeah. um, they're better than kind of what I remember them being though because it was very 2D you know yeah. back in the day but it, it's not too bad in this but every now and again there's just you know little sound issues that don't seem right yeah. um, like the, the sound of when you're on the boat at the start, like the sound of waves just sounds fucking wrong and it, it's yeah. kind of off-putting and it mm. it does take you... Maybe it's because I've got the headphones on as well and it's not just coming through the TV or whatever yeah. or through the little Vita speakers. It just sounds... Switch speakers. Yeah, sorry, the switch yeah, speakers, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it just sounds a bit weird and you know things like that. But apart from that, you know, yeah. it's, it's pretty good port and I'm kind of enjoying it. Yeah, I really like AC3, not so much Liberation but the actual mm. AC3 game mm-hmm. I remember when it came out on PS3 and uh, yeah I really enjoyed it back then and I enjoy yeah. it now because it was the first one that really introduced the ships yeah. and the, the like ship fighting mechanic mm-hmm. and it doesn't do it very much yeah. but when it does it's for, it's really fun and yeah. that's why they were like hey let's make every other game have this yeah, now exactly. but uh, yeah I really enjoy Assassin's Creed 3 and it was really cool to revisit it mm. but anyway well we did actually mention the uh, AC Valhalla that they you know, yep. came out with and, and talked about before the last yeah. podcast now they've shown us some gameplay footage <laughs> was this after our last podcast yes, I think it was I think it was so yeah. they were like oh, tune in to Inside Xbox for first 
the first look at gameplay footage mm. of the new generation systems and everyone was like yes let's exactly. look at this so they showed off what like eight games nine games something mm. like that yeah. in inside Xbox they were all th- third party which yeah. is fair enough they said it was going to be third party but none of them were interesting yeah. except for Assassin's Creed Valhalla and that was zero gameplay yeah. it was just a cinematic trailer again <laughs> which and was like, nice of them yeah like <laughs> for, when you think about gameplay you think like what your view is when exactly, you're playing the game you've got to have the, the HUD there and yeah. you know, like all the stuff that comes with what will be happening while I'm playing this yeah. game even without the HUD just having it from your perspective. There was a couple of things like where he throws an axe and stuff like that where you can go, you can look at it and go, okay, in the game, that's probably an animation that you see when you're playing. Yeah. But it's not fucking gameplay no, to right. show three seconds in a two-minute video. <laughs> so in general, it was pretty disappointing. Yeah. So I guess they, they just got it around the wrong way. It should have been things that play while you're in the game yeah. and you know, but they just yeah. got that wrong it, it, maybe it's a translation thing I mean you know yeah, Ubisoft to French <laughs> we all know they're weird but uh, <laughs> yeah I they came out and apologised and were like yeah we worded it wrong and Xbox Told came out nailed it yeah <laughs> Xbox came out as well and said they mismanaged the expectations for inside Xbox because they pumped it up and then mm. it was like yeah not great so that was really something that happened <laughs> yeah very we'll disappointing we'll probably see more soon but before mm. we get too much into so we're getting towards when E3 would have happened yeah. if it wasn't for coronavirus but uh, before we talk about some of the news and stuff that we've got coming up just quickly I want to mention that Epic Game Store on PC mm. they've just put out GTA 5 for free Mm. for everyone on Epic Games Store and it's not like Games Pass or PS Plus you get it to keep forever mm. so I think that I don't know how long it goes for but I think it's a few more days at least yeah at least so if you're listening to this pretty soon after we've released it and you haven't jumped on your PC and bought it definitely worth it at least add it to your library and then they apparently there's plans they've got a big sale on at the moment yeah and there's plans to release a few more mystery games for free mm. Which have apparently been leaked now. Yeah, so Mm. they're allegedly leaked. These are the three that have been mentioned. Civilization VI for May 28th, Mm -hmm. Borderlands Handsome Collection May 28th, and Ark Survival Evolved June 4th, which are all pretty good games. None are on the level of GTA V, but still. But then again, there's not too many games on that level anyway. Normally, the Epic Games Store, they give free games every week or two. Yeah. Um, they refresh their free games. Usually mm. it's indie games, but we've seen like Just Cause 4 yeah, um, and, you know, a bunch of other big name Some games. Some very big games. I yeah. showed a guy at my work, my Epic Games store, I logged onto the website the other day when I told him about GTA 5. Yep. I was like, look at my list of purchases. Not a single one has any money next to it. They're all $0. Yeah. There's like fucking 80 games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Not surprised. Yeah. And but, I mean, you know, GTA 5 is one of the greatest games ever made in my mind. Like it, it's absolutely. And in compared to just sales around the globe, it is fucking insanely popular yeah. and still is. Um, I got an email that day from, um, from rockstar saying that if you sign up to the um, newsletter as well, yeah. they'll give you like a, I think it was two million in-game credits as well. Oh, in GTA Online, yeah. So you know, it's 
they're really pumping it out at the moment, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is great because that to me screams the rock stars got something for us very soon. Well, hopefully. And they're really trying to just get a little bit of momentum back because the more people that are playing GTA 5... The more are keen when GTA 6 is yeah, announced. Or they've got more ability to advertise in-game, which yeah. they've always done. Yeah. They've always had you know billboards in the backgrounds with other you know, rock star shit going on. Yeah. Um, and that that's going to be quite interesting because I, I think it would be kind of great fan service in a way yeah. if they announce something inside of GTA 5. Yeah. You know, and that would be an awesome way of doing it. Instead mm. of just going to, you know, the the media and, and sub-media, like, you know, podcasts and things like yeah. that, to just go, let's just put it in the game and mm. get people to notice it. Because it's going to come out straight away anyway. Yeah. They probably announced it Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I think that's a pretty good point. And I definitely think we're due to see something for GTA 6. What I'm interested to see is if... Because GTA 5 was basically striking gold. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's the third highest selling game of all time after like Tetris and Minecraft. Yeah. It's insane. And yeah. it's GTA 5. Mm. If you look at their overall sales for the GTA franchise, it's like 90% plus yeah. of the sales of the entire franchise. Mm. So I'm interested to see... I also think it's the highest grossing game of all time. Yeah, yeah. But... um. Yeah, I'm interested to see if GTA 6, the lightning strikes twice. Mm-hmm. I think there's a good chance of it because they fucking know what they're doing. Oh, yes, they do. But GTA 5, compared to everything else ever, mm. seems like this anomaly of amazingness. Yeah. Because even Red Dead Redemption didn't sell that well. Not RDR2, yeah. mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I'll be keen to see. But GTA 5 was an exceptionally good a game. A masterpiece in a lot of ways. Mm. Yeah. So now... E3 is, well, it would have been in about three weeks' time Mm -hmm. from today. And we've started to see a lot of news dribbling out from places, Mm. which is great. Um, Fantastic. We've got, there's a thing called the Summer Games Fest. If you go to gamesfest.com, it's run by the guys who did the Game Awards. Mm -hmm. And they're using that kind of as a platform to let publishers have one place digitally to have all the announcements come through nice yeah. um, so so far from there we've seen the first big announcement was Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 remastered yeah. mm-hmm. which is awesome oh yeah visually yeah. it looks the trailer looks fucking excellent yeah, it does yeah and they're using the same soundtrack as the original games which is awesome same song list yeah. so it's going to be a massive nostalgia trip yeah yeah and, and I'm really looking forward to that there's there's only a few games that really stand out from that era mm. and that like skating was a massive part of gaming years yeah. ago yeah you it, know, was. it was huge and especially Tony Hawk Pro Skater yeah I mean following up from that you know we had skate and stuff like that yeah but, but Tony Hawk yeah, Pro Tony Skater Hawk, it's like iconic yeah yeah and I you know I, I whinge a lot about all the remasters that are happening yeah um but I'm kind of excited that they've done this. Kind of. I'm yeah. fucking stoked. <laughs> yeah, me too. Because the only thing that we were seeing coming... So we've got another skate game that's been announced. Um, mm. But I think... It, I can't remember what it's called. I'm very informed here. Yeah. It's um, coming to PS5, uh, PS4 and Xbox and whatever. Yeah. 
I think it's a PC game that's getting ported, but there's also the one we saw from Xbox, which is Sessions, yeah, which is a first party, I think, exclusive to Xbox. Mm-hmm. But uh, that was all like peripheral stuff. While we're like, where the fuck Skate Four? Yeah, exactly. And now we're like, they're like, here's Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two remastered, the completely original games, mm. all the original modes, some multiplayer, Maps, like everything. all this kind of stuff. Yeah, um, I. Fine with there not being a skate for it. No, same. To yeah. be able to play that. Yeah. So definitely. Yeah. And it looks visually, it looks really fucking cool. It does. Yeah. So there's that one. Can't wait to bomb them downhills again. <laughs> yeah. So much fun. Um, what else have we seen? So that was the first one. The second one was uh, the Unreal Engine Five reveal. So that was the second thing we saw on that Games Fest thing. Yeah. And that was basically epic games again mm-hmm. they before they had the epic game store before they had Fortnite, they were known for were gears unreal. of war yeah and the unreal engine yeah mostly unreal mm. but they don't do gears of war anymore they yeah. have their own thing they mostly worry about Fortnite, i think because that's where they get all their money from. yeah a lot of it but they showed us the unreal 5 engine a trailer of it basically a gameplay trailer and i think it was a trailer that was due to be shown it was due to be playable at CES at the beginning of the year mm. but CES got cancelled yeah so they um, yeah they showed so this they did trailer. a bit of a deep dive into it which was kind of cool like they showed you yeah. a lot of the tech behind it mm. well not a lot of but they showed you the, explained it yeah, all, yeah. The, the textures behind it and all that kind of stuff yeah. and you know it, it's looking fucking amazing mm. you know and you were mentioning as well that uh, you know there was another group that did a deep dive on that video. Yeah, Digital Foundry. Mm. I mean, everywhere online. Yes, has now stuff done. all about it yeah. everywhere. But Digital Foundry, I feel like, are the go-to guys for stuff like this mm. because obviously it's a tech demo. Yeah. So it's it it looks like a game, but it's only made to show off the engine. Yeah. And they said it's running on PS5. So if you go mm. and look up Unreal Engine Five demo. It's running live on the PS5, uh, 30 frames per second, 1440p resolution. They said it's dynamic resolution, so the engine can adjust the resolution if needed. Yep. But they said it was basically running at approximately 1440 the whole time, 30 frames. looks fucking spectacular. No ray tracing, which ray tracing has been one of the things that have been a big like talking point of the next-gen stuff. Yeah. But even without ray tracing, like they showed the dynamic sort of glow room lighting. So if the lighting, they sort of pause at times and Mm. adjust where the light's shining in, the time of day and stuff like that. And it changes how the room glows from Mm. the light source. Which was pretty cool. Yeah, Yeah. stuff like that. And then like, instead of using big polygons with textures, it's now like billions of tiny triangles. Yeah. Which stream directly from the solid state hard drive basically so that there's no texture pop in and no load screens because you just as you turn it streams it directly off mm. like it's not in the background in the ram yeah streaming it straight off they said that the stuff shown in that demo is would only is only possible with the ps5 which i wonder if sony paid them to say that but <laughs> even if they didn't like that's People are like, oh, why Why aren't Sony showing off the console? Why aren't they showing games? And then Epic Games do this, and that's yeah. enough press. Exactly. To, like, put everyone at ease, basically. Yeah, and put them in at the front. Yeah, 
Because like, Xbox have had this big like six months of talking about the Xbox Series X and then PlayStation don't even do anything. Yeah. And Epic Games come out with this demo and like, this is what the tech of... They're the first ones to show next-gen yeah. tech. That's it, yeah. Six months we've had Xbox talking about the Series X and PlayStation doing fuck all and mm. PlayStation PS5 next-gen tech is the first one we see yeah. in a gameplay situation. Yeah. And to be honest, I'm excited now. You know, yeah. just from watching this video yeah. it's like fuck this looks pretty damn amazing yeah you know? and there's there's bits in this where you know like they even mention how they've done a huge update on their audio as well mm. and just from that little video you can tell that the audio sounds fucking awesome yeah like it, it's it's really deep rumblings of earth movement and stuff like that in this in this demo and it sounds fucking spectacular. Yeah. Like proper 3D surround sound, um, you know, all encompassing, yeah. which is awesome. Um, well, that's the two things that Sony have talked about, basically. Yeah. Is their solid state drive and their sound technology yeah. as the two big upgrades of mm. the next gen. Yeah. And immediately in one tech demo, we see those two things being done. Yeah. They said this tech is only possible using the ps5 but the engine is scalable down all the way to android phones so you'll be able to make a game on unreal engine 5 and have it on current gen next gen mobile whatever yeah yeah which is really good but in terms of the upper level ability of this engine Mm. and this is just the unreal engine yeah like wait until ea show us frostbite 4 wait until we see what sony's first party stuff come up with Mm -hmm. um yeah, it's just it's it's exciting. It, it setting is. a tone. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and I hope that you know now that this has come out, I hope we get more in yeah. a in a pretty small window. Yeah, I think the E three that E three window that we're yeah. seeing coming up now, we're going to see a lot of stuff getting announced and shown awesome. or some new systems, including hopefully what the PS five actually freaking looks like. <laughs> but yeah, I'm super interested in seeing more about that stuff. And I would definitely suggest any of you guys go out and have a watch of that Unreal Engine 5 reveal because um, you kind of have to look at it from a techie kind of point of view. Mm -hmm. As a gamer, you can watch it and be impressed. But if you think about the actual tech side of it and just like stop and think about how this is going to affect how games work, how Mm -hmm. games are going to be developed. Like they were saying, you know... The tech is designed so that with that engine, developers will have to worry less about, you know, so basically what they would do currently is make really high res stuff and then have to dial it back. And and, um, I don't know if you ever watched the Last of Us documentary, The Making of the Last of Us. I think it was, I can't remember what it was called. Yeah, a long time ago. But basically they showed a couple of clips of the Naughty Dog developers like working on the game and optimizing it. Yeah. And it would, you'd see the frame rate per second and the little t- changes that they're making to try and bring the frame rate up. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff becomes way less of an issue with this mm. new tech and the, the Unreal Engine 5. So it'll be... it Hopefully we'll see game development times being shortened. Yeah, which is great. And the theory about the solid state streaming directly off the hard mm. drive... Yeah. is that game sizes will be slightly smaller as well. Mm. I'm not sure how that'll go because they still need to be 4K and everything. Yeah, but exactly. Yeah. I'm really keen to hear what the game sizes are on this new systems. Yeah. 
but yeah. Well, that that's something that I'm concerned about, and I raised this the other day. Like, we've we're we're seeing game sizes currently. Yeah. You know, well exponentially, you know, growing. Yeah. yeah. Well yeah. over a hundred gig in a game. Yeah, easily. You know, I mean, on PC anyway. Um, COD is nearly two hundred gig yeah. already. It's close um, to that on PS4 as well. And, and that's getting to be a massive size. Mm. And I get that there's a lot involved in it, but that's. I mean, it's a nice-looking game, but it's not beautiful. Yeah. And it's not like, wow, this is amazing. Like, it's been made for current gens. It's yeah. been made for, you know, to be run on, on multiple different platforms. And if that then goes, okay, we now need to make, let's say, a new Uncharted game, for instance. Yeah. And Uncharted's always been known for epic kind of cinematics yeah. with large-scale, you know, views from the tops of buildings and all this kind of stuff like having the ability to make a, an absolutely picturesque image like what we've just seen in yeah. this tech demo well they were saying that they were using like cinema quality like the kind of yeah um objects and graphics that are used in movies yeah that's right and, so, and movies are huge yeah you know and to be able to do that to be able to get the lighting right in yeah. a movie takes a shitload of space yeah and that's why i'm kind of concerned that these consoles are 820 850 gig and yeah a terabyte. PS5's 825 gig and xbox series x is one yeah. terabyte on the base and that's what i'm drives. a little bit concerned about because it's not going to happen now you know at launch yeah. but in five years yeah when we've got these unthinkably amazing games that we can't even comprehend just yet yeah what's going to happen when a game comes out and it's a fucking 500 gig download yeah you know and you're sitting there going oh I really want to play this but that means I'll have two games on my fucking Playstation you know yeah and until they get to that point where they're like okay you can now buy a 50 terabyte external hard drive for the Playstation and yeah. have all your fucking games on it it's going to be something that people are going to have to think about and go, yeah. oh shit, like that's a huge download mm. and I don't see the NBN getting way better in the next five years. Yeah, They're not going to go so. do all the recabling again. Mm. Um, yeah, I am interested to see what the file size stuff is though because they have been mentioning that file sizes will be lower Yeah, because of this change in technology. Mm. So I'll be interested I, yeah. to see how much lower. And I think yeah. it comes down to the, just that scope. The other thing about the... Well, the, that's the thing... The, another difference between the PS5 and Xbox Series X is that the PS5, they said their external hard drive, additional hard drive capabilities, you will be able to have an extra solid-state drive that you'll be able to plug in, but it's not any that are available currently. Yeah, It has to be at least as fast as the built-in custom solid-state mm -hmm. drive which means it has to be PCIe 4.0, which comes out at the end of this year. Yeah. So even at launch of the PS5, you probably won't be able to buy a hard drive that fits it. Mm. And if you can, that thing will cost you a fuckload of yeah, money. Yeah, it'll be as much as the console. Yeah. yeah. So whereas Xbox are allowing external hard drives, just USB ones, Yeah. but you won't be able to play games off them. You have to transfer them onto your hard drive, yeah. which would... I think we worked out it would be about three to four minutes for like an 80 gig game mm -hmm. for transfer time. Still yeah. frustrating, but 
you're not like downloading constantly game transferring days. games all yeah. the time. Yeah. Like you pick a game and you play it for fucking 40 hours. And, and that's the other thing. Like obviously we haven't seen all those tech, you know, information on it yet. Yeah. But if it's PCIe, it's direct plug into your motherboard. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I just don't know how it's going to work. Like it just be a, a port somewhere under a cover that you can fit it into. It's going to have to be, yeah, yeah. or like a hot swap drive kind yeah. of thing, which is the only way I can see it working. Yeah. But then that adds more need for size and stuff yeah. like that. Like even going back to um, the the three sixty. Yeah. You know, the hard drives that sat on the top of yeah, the 360. And they were huge, but they were also fucking expensive. Yeah. Um, PS3 and PS4 is just a little... They use the laptop size hard drives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was just a little carriage that you pull yeah. out and plug in. So yeah. that plugs in directly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's probably enough to talk about that. I mm. definitely, like I said, check out the Unreal Engine 5 For sure. thing because it's next gen. That's what we're looking at here and it's fucking yeah. cool. So some of the other small things that have been released is some actual release dates now yep. and some videos of some of those things. So Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2, that's September 4th. Yeah. Um, one that really interests me is, so early this year slash late last year, EA announced that they were not making golf games anymore, mm. which is bizarre. Yeah. Um, the Golf Club, which is another game, yeah, they got the licensing to be able to do all of that stuff. All so the PGA they stuff. were taking over. Yeah, but their games were never of the quality no. of EA stuff. But no. now, two K games have announced PGA Tour Two K Twenty One coming out on August twenty first, and it looks very much like the EA golf yeah. games. Yeah, but way more involved, um, and probably way more um, money driven and in game yeah. purchasing yeah, driven. No yeah. doubt. Yeah. Well, the last EA one was Rory McIlroy. Yeah. And that was very much a downgrade from the Tiger Woods games yeah. in terms of modes. Mm-hmm. They supported it a lot oh, they by did. adding more yeah. courses and they had night Nearly games. two years worth stuff. of content. Yeah. Like, it was really, really, really good. Well. It was yeah. really good. But in terms of other gameplay modes, it kind of was lacking. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I really hope this has is a online multiplayer, like yeah. where you can play with your mates. That'd be great. But yeah. uh, we'll see more about that soon. And another one from 2K, which is getting revealed on the 20th, which is in a couple of days. Mm. They've teased it, a Mafia Trilogy. So Mafia 1, 2, and 3 in a bundle. Yeah. With 1 and 2, from the sounds of it, 1 is a f- remake. Cool. And 2, possibly a remake as well, if not a remaster. Mm. And then Mafia 3, I guess, will just be the... Yeah. bundled with all the DLC yeah. but all in one mm. I'm super keen for that because I really freaking love the Mafia games yeah you do yeah so yeah so that'll be kind of interesting mm. um, the other one I guess they've come out with as well uh, just recently or just about to be launched yeah um, is the uh, the remake of the name all of a sudden just is off my head which game um, what's it about it's like the GTA game, but the piss take on it. Saints Row. Um, Saints Row. Yes. Saints Row the Third. Yes. Yeah. So Saints Row. We've seen remasters of Saints Row Four already, mm-hmm. um, and so Saints Row the Third is being remastered, and that's coming out next week. Yeah. So we'll talk about that on the next podcast, yeah. most likely. Mm. But yeah, so this that was a really fucking good game too. Yeah. I thought I liked Saints Row Three more than Four. Yeah. But yeah, so. In terms of other E3 type stuff, 
um, Ubisoft have announced that their digital presentation instead of their press conference thing mm-hmm. is going to be on July 12th which is a full month after E3 would have been yeah. on yeah. which is kind of irritating because yeah. I want to see what they've got because mm-hmm. Ubisoft are like one of they're the pinnacle almost basically yeah. Yeah. they're up there yeah um, so yeah July 12th we'll see more from them and it's interesting because they've said that there's five AAA games coming out this fiscal year which is up until April next year mm-hmm. so um, presumably one of those is Watch Dogs Legion one is Assassin's Creed Valhalla one's Gods and Monsters and maybe that new Rainbow Six game oh yeah but the fifth one maybe yeah don't really have could, much info yeah, on that could be Beyond Good and Evil 2 fingers crossed we've or, heard nothing again about that yeah. for fucking ages yeah so which is really we'll frustrating see. because they come out with things you know or even Far just even six. just when they announced that they were going to be making another one everyone went fuck yeah awesome yeah and then nothing for like three years yeah and then they came out with a video at was it E3 2018 yeah I think where they announced that they were like going to get community people yeah. to assist yeah. and to include community art and shit like mm. that and then again, nearly nothing yeah. since. And it's like, where the fuck is this game, guys? You know? Hopefully all five of those games are going to be on PS5 and Xbox Series X. Yeah, let's hope so. But we'll see. Um, we know that Cyberpunk is coming out in September this year. Mm-hmm. The um, Australian Classification Board's notes got put out on Reddit oh, yeah. in full, redacted, with like, so there's no spoilers and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it looks like you're going to be able to mutilate corpses and there's going to be like full frontal nudity wow, and all kinds of stuff going on. But it didn't mention drug use at all, which is cool. interesting. So I wonder why that is. Yeah. So, Hopefully they haven't removed that shit. Yeah. yeah well, I fucking want to do some lines of coke in the exactly. game. And then mutilate some corpses. Yeah, exactly. At the same time. Well, um, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. So uh, one last thing from that Games Fest was that they did a state of play PlayStation state of play announcement which is normally a bunch of games like Nintendo Direct and stuff. Yeah. This one was entirely about Ghost of Tsushima mm-hmm. which is coming out in July. Yeah. And it really gave us a really good look at what that game actually mm. is and my first impression It's a 15 minute video. Yeah, I think it's nearly yeah, probably yeah, a bit more 20 minutes. Yeah. close to. And it basically was the developers from Sucker Punch talking about the game. And they showed off running around in the open world. Uh, there's going to be like guiding winds. So it's very, it's a samurai game. Mm-hmm. And it really has this feeling of being a samurai movie. Yeah. The open world exploration absolutely reminds me of Far Cry. The first yeah, thing I thought was did. Far Cry. He, yeah. they, he went up to a base, like a camp. Yeah. Not a camp, like a village. Mm. And it said Mongol controlled. So it's controlled by the Mongolian so army or whatever. Over, overrun it. So you've got to overtake that base and beat yeah, them, which yeah. is very far cry. Oh, yeah. And then he went to a base or somewhere and had some combat, and the combat reminded me very much of Assassin's Creed. So there's definitely yeah. that Ubisoft feel to it, even mm-hmm. though it's not Ubisoft. Yeah, but I, I get annoyed when it's as easy to you know deflect an arrow as just holding a button. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that kind of pisses me off a little bit. Yeah, when when a game is like this and it's so like that that's one of the things I've always found difficult when it comes to like even the um, Sekiro yeah you know you basically get into a fight and you just hold defense yeah until you get a chance to fight 
you know, or, or attack. Yeah. Um, I find that kind of frustrating and I find it kind of boring sometimes. Yeah. And the other thing that, not to shit on this demo, but the other thing I saw out of that, out of the footage was it just kind of seems like they only attack one at a time as well. The enemies, like, yeah. Yeah, like multiple are within kind of a very small amount of space yeah. and yet one will come at you and you defend it, you kill him. Mm. Then you go back to defense, another one will attack you. Instead of... Everyone stick their swords in Yeah, exactly, time. that's right. And you're just like, fuck, how do I stop that? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure enemies and you know all these powerful Mongolians and all that kind of stuff... Yeah never just attacked one-on-one when they were like 10 to 1 yeah and just going no 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 you go John see how you go all right right, everyone draw stores (laughs) what order we attack that's right yeah it just seems just uninspiring in that way but I I don't know how else they would do it because you'd get fucking owned constantly but you know and and the arrow thing kind of pisses me off because you know you, you have a dude a sentry on a tower or something and all of a sudden he's just Pulls back on his arrow and goes ping, and then all of a sudden you just stand there with your sword in the air and you go just deflect it. Yeah, and it's I like, thought that was hey. fucking cool as when I saw that because <laughs> I was like, "Yes, samurai," <laughs> <laughs> and that's what they want you to feel. I yeah. guess it's supposed to feel like you're a samurai in a classic Japanese samurai yeah. movie. Yeah, and um, the the other thing was with attacking the town. They have the go in and like have duels with everyone until everyone's dead mode. Yeah. But they also have a ghost mode, which is where the name Ghost of Tsushima comes from, and it's stealth. Mm-hmm. And you've got to try and use the fear level. So you've got to like make them scared, like yeah. jump out and fucking stab them and like yeah. throw rocks, and they're like, fuck, what was that? Go, yeah. I'm coming to fuck you up. <laughs> and you have to wear a white sheet and yeah, run around exactly. in the dark. Exactly. Yeah. So. There's multiple um, gameplay methods in the game. They've also shown guided winds, which are mm. like you press a button and this wind blows and like debris blows in the wind and yeah. it points you to um, mission objectives, hidden yeah, places that you don't know about. Yeah. Uh, another one was that you're riding along and this bird flies in and if you follow the bird, it takes you to a hidden area or like a new thing that you haven't discovered. Um, what else did they show? They said that there's a Japanese vo- voice track with subtitles. So oh, if you yeah. want to make it cool. feel like a samurai movie, yeah. you put Japanese sound on with English subtitles. Interesting. Which I'll probably play it that way because yeah. it would be cool. It fits yeah. the theme. Well, Sekiro is like that. It's only in Japanese with yeah. subtitles and it's actually kind of cool. It, yeah, it yeah. fits the game. Yeah, um, They have a black and white mode if you want to put it in black and white like an old school movie. Hmm full customization of your costumes and hats and stuff like that uh what else do they show there's a really robust photo mode where like you can change whether it's flower petals or leaves blowing in the wind or whatever oh, like wow. change the debris yeah. around you change the wind direction that's cool all that kind of shit so it's mm. very in depth there yeah which is cool um yeah, I'd, it's a 20-minute video. If you're keen for that game or you're unsure, I'd mm. definitely suggest go and check that out. I reckon it looks cool as fuck, and I'm keen to play it. Yeah, I'm so, definitely keen on it. And it's yeah. why I picked up Sekiro, and it kicked my ass. So I'm kind of happy that now I can kick <laughs> It's going to be an easy mode one. Yeah, today. that's right. Yeah. So, yeah. One other thing that got sort of revealed recently, not a big thing, but PlayStation 
their first party games have always been worldwide studios. Yeah. So now, because Xbox have Xbox Game Studios, mm. PlayStation have revealed a new brand, and it's PlayStation Studios. Wow. So whenever you see a first party game, it's going to say PlayStation Studios at the beginning. So yeah. the idea is to clear up so that people, because people don't know that like Polyphony, who do GT, yeah, exactly. are owned yeah. by them. Mm-hmm. Like they own all these companies yeah. that are all first party, but you don't think of them that way, yeah, I guess. that's right. Yeah. So now there's this one recognizable that's good. logo. Yeah. So they've done that. And uh, speaking of PS5, just before we go, the... A um, couple of things, rumors basically. PS5, there was a job listing or something that mentioned that uh, it was some job to do with marketing or something for the PS5, and it mentioned a release window of October yes, for the PS5. Saw that. Yeah. Now we've been assuming that it's going to be November, yeah. like the PS4 and Xbox mm. One. Yeah. So I feel like. Xbox are probably aiming for November as well. So mm. if it's if the PS5 comes out in October, that's a bit of a coup. Yeah. To get out a month they did, before they did retract it pretty quickly. Yeah, they've and come they, out and said, "No, nah, that's not real. Yeah. Don't worry about it." Yeah. But, but yeah, who the fuck knows? Exactly. Mm. Um, the other thing was pricing. Yes. So judging by PS4 launch price and you know a bunch of different things, my guess is that we're going to... Well, they've said that the cost to make the unit is 450 US dollars for the PS5. Mm. So you add in distribution costs and all that kind of shit. We're probably looking at 549 maybe US, Mm -hmm. 500, 550, maybe 600 US, which would not be ideal. Yeah, exactly. So we're looking at like 700 plus here, Australian. for sure, especially with our dollar at the moment. Yeah, which is fucked. Yeah. Um, Xbox have come... Well, Xbox have basically said that they're just waiting for PlayStation to drop their to give their price so they can undercut it. Mm-hmm. So if the PS5 launch price is five ninety nine, yeah, they're going to go four ninety nine. Well, they have said yes, they they're willing to go a hundred dollars cheaper. Yeah, depending which, on what it is. Yeah, so a hundred dollars is a lot of money. That's a fat yeah. difference, especially in the economy right now yeah. across the world. Um, yeah, it's going to make a huge difference. Exactly. So mm. Sony would need to be showing off something extremely impressive to yeah. counter making people pay an extra hundred bucks more. Oh yes, yeah. but it, because Microsoft are in a better position to take the hit. Yeah. Really. Um, because you know. Well, they can make their money back on subscription. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sony can as well, but in terms of the rest of their business, like Microsoft as a whole is like green light, do whatever you want, yeah. Xbox, yeah. to win. Because they've got Office 365. And I was going to say, they've just had an over 800% take-up of Office over the last three months. Yeah, So, I mean, we're talking massive money there. They've got plenty of money to basically shore themselves up. Yeah. Whereas Sony really rely on PlayStation as a revenue source. Yeah. Because their TVs and stuff don't... Yeah. They sell okay, but not... Not like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not something you can lean on in a time of trouble. Yeah. So... Um, I feel like they could probably still take a hit, but they're not going to be wanting to. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but in terms of like subscriptions and game licensing fees and shit like that, I think Sony probably have a slight advantage because mm. they have more first-party games to make money out of. Yeah, but, that's true. Yeah, it'll be interesting mm. to see what the prices are and how that affects the sales. But I just wanted to mention that because it's something that 
we've just heard about recently, and it's an interesting thing to think about. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what happens over the next you know couple of months. Well, by the time we record next in two weeks, we're probably going to see a bunch of other um, fingers crossed announcements and stuff. So yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens. So we're looking forward to it. But we are going to wrap that up here. Uh, this is episode 164. If we didn't mention it at the start, <laughs> thought I'd just wait to the end and drop that one. Um, but if you've heard any other news or you want us to discuss anything, you can email us at podcast at dropbeargaming.com or you can send us messages across all the other social media places and positions and fucking carrier pigeons we don't care yeah exactly um, do it yeah skywrite us a message if you want uh, <laughs> you can't fly planes anyway um, <laughs> you might be able to fly a plane well yeah go for it um, it's not like not anyone else is yeah well that's right it's open air at the moment <laughs> but thank you very much for listening and we hope to talk to you again very soon and with hopefully lots more information thank you again for listening thanks bye bye, bye.